Africa is on Twitter at Africa Milani. Uh, 16 minutes now, it is past 5 o'clock. Investing in African mining in Daba 2024 underway at the Cape Town International Convention Centre. It's the 30th edition of the Mining in Daba. Joining me on the line now is the Chief Executive of the Minerals Council, South Africa, Mzilam Tenjani. Mzila, very good morning and welcome to the show. Very early. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, you are a very busy man. And I imagine you had a very late night last night because of did, all the associated uh-huh. events that come with hosting a mining in Dub. It, indeed. And uh, we had a lovely dinner last night hosted by Anglo Americanist Normal at Frankfurt Lechen. One of the gifts of Cape Town. Uh, but uh, it was an excellent opportunity for networking and being with other colleagues in the industry. Are you seeing a lot of business conducted at this um, at this Indab? I know that there are more than 15,000 meetings that have been uh, planned ahead of the start of the mining Indaba this year. So what is interesting about the mining Indab is that you get requests for so many meetings that if you had to agree to all of them, you probably would not attend the conference. So it is a hive of activity, of deal-making, and this is something that was uh, deliberate from the previous owner of the mining endowment because I've been associated with it, you know, for the past 15, 20 years, having been in the mining industry, where they try, they have managed to turn it into an investor conference. And so it is an opportunity for a lot of deals to be done, a lot of, a lot of meetings to be held about uh, potential investments in mining within South Africa and the rest of the continent. So it really is uh, and stands as as one of the premier uh, global mining events. Uh, when Minister Guadamantasha opened the mining Indaba on Monday, he made reference to how South Africa continues to be an attractive investment destination despite the headwinds. And of course, here we're talking about uh, load shedding in the main. Uh, I imagine many other challenges as well. Um, he made reference to how his office, or at least the department, uh, is having to um, address a backlog of uh, mining rights applications and all those challenges. Is it difficult to present a case for South Africa as a destination for mining investment? Um, you know, it, it, it's challenging, um, at least in the short term. Um, whilst we are having these challenges with load shedding and, trans, and, and transnet, and only because these are challenges that have been prevailing for a while. South Africa does remain a destination for investment um, in in the African continent particularly and really does put up competition with other uh, locations. But we do have to address issues of electricity. And the reason is that Africa, electricity, energy is a primary input into into any economy. Um, if you look off the if you look at the the type of investments that are required and that we need to be able to grow an economy from which we then are able to provide employment. These need significant amount of energy. Mining is a, uh, an industry that requires uh, energy, reliable energy, and secure over a long term. When you plan a mine, you don't plan for five years. You plan for 10, 15, 20 years, especially if you're going to be spending several billions of rands on that.
So security of energy supply is going to be important for us to increase and add to the investment that we already have in mining and, and other industries. Yeah, I mean, one of the, I suppose, credits we need to afford the president is in allowing uh, the the owners of mines to be able to generate up to is it a hundred kilowatts of electricity uh, through megawatts. Uh, megawatts, sorry, of electricity uh, through private uh, generation. When Guadamantashe and some of the cabinet were arguing for a lesser amount, uh, it was you know we're starting to see the benefits of that already, right, Andre? Absolutely, and. You know, that's a critical risk response strategy for now. Um, Mines would perhaps not prefer to spend that money and rather spend the tariff that would be required to get access to that electricity. So in the short term, it it, it provides for um, managing the risk of electricity supply. And I think we'll continue to to see mines installed that electricity, but it also plays a very important role in terms of uh, enabling mines to reduce their carbon emissions. And uh, however, to the extent that, you know, this renewable energy strategy was implemented at a national level by ESCOM, it would still serve that purpose of reducing um, carbon emissions and cost of electricity as well. While I make reference to the president in his keynote address on Monday, he made reference to the mining charter and how in 2004, for example, um, a negligible 2% of ownership of mining in uh, South Africa was black ownership. But now we're sitting at 39% and I imagine there's still some work to be done there. The question I have then for you, Mzila, is how are we doing in the gender question? How are we seeing the ownership of mining in South Africa? benefiting women as well so the mining industry has made huge strides in terms of transformation and it's often something we would lament that we don't get sufficient credit so we're quite pleased when the president uh, mentioned that and let me start actually with the um, with the ownership level I may not have the stats that what the mining charter dictates together with the DTR codes of good practice is an inclusion of women in those ownership structures. So whilst the the macro number is greater, 39%, let's also bear in mind that within that, there's specific women-owned businesses and structures that provide for ownership and and benefit um, from that equity ownership. That then also cascades into the rest of the charter at a management level, um, as well as into the rest of employment. And uh, currently, the mining industry employs about 477,000 people. Of that, about 15% is women. And this would range from the top-level executives to um, the employee right at the face. And so there's been significant transformation in that regard in as far as uh, gender participation, gender diversity and woman participation, I should say. Absolutely. Um, in reference to an earlier conversation, I suppose, and how electricity and the challenges with load shedding have had an, a dire impact on the sector, uh, ultimately, 
it will impact the number of people that the sector is able to employ. And we know that um, South Africa suffers from high levels of unemployment, particularly youth uh, in this country. And if you have a key sector like mining having to 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 cull jobs as opposed to adding to them, it, it is a concern that I imagine the Minerals Council of South Africa is uh, is having to contend with. No, absolutely. And uh, we've been one. You know, observing how our members have been responding to, to these challenges. Um, you'll recall in, you know, when the investment, the president's investment conference started, a lot of companies made pledges. And within that, there were a lot of mining companies that were making pledges. And those pledges had to do with increasing capacity to be able to produce more tons and output. Now, with the challenges with electricity and and rail, they've not been able to um, fulfill that additional capacity in terms of um, realizing the benefits of that investment. So there's latent capacity which they don't look like they'll be able to utilize. And there's been a lot of restructuring taking place. And um, as a last resort, you know, um, retrenchments uh, become then the next step. And so that's been the unfortunate uh, consequence of, um, of of the electricity shortages and, and, and transit. But added to that has been the market conditions of some of our commodities like coal and, and platinum. But we accept that there's a cyclical industry and things will turn around. Um, and at the moment with the work that we've been investing in, working with government to try and stabilize the performance of transit and begin to get some reliability in the performance of ESCOM. I think within the next uh, 12 months, 18 months, we should also see stability. And so when that coincides with the turnaround in the markets, I think we'll then begin to see the industry growing and, and re-employment coming back again. Let's we, hope so. We're quite hopeful about that. Indeed. Mzila, thank you very much for your time this morning and for waking up extra early this uh, Wednesday morning. Mzila Tenjane is the Chief Executive of the Minerals Council, South Africa. The Investing in African Mining in Daba 2024 continues at the Cape Town International Convention Centre later today. Rise and shine. It's a new day. It's early breakfast with Africa Milani.